story. Welcome to Pilot Boys. My name is Caesar. I am your host, and I have the beautiful Karen, who I live with. Hello. Say, say hi. Hi. Oh, okay. What do you think? Should I should I change my name with all this Karen hate? To Karen. Uh, it's hard. It's hard being a to Karen. What? It's hard being a Karen right now. It's Karen with a C. <laughs> I like. I I kind of empathize with like the Beckys of the world. You think so? Because. Because like Becky. But like Becky with the Beyonce kind of murdered you know? all the Beckys. Well, that's why. Like. Like that sucks. Oh. That sucks for like. But do you feel Becky it? and Karen are now kind of like? Do you feel it on that level? I mean, no, because we're literally inside. Mm. You know, like but I haven't like, heard people in real life say, "Shut up, Karen." Yeah. <laughs> Except for me. Ah. <laughs> anyway, how you doing, Karen? Help. I'm here. Well, welcome uh, to Pilot. Bo- welcome to Pilot Boys. My name is Caesar. I'm your host, and I'm here with one of the Karens that everybody hates in the world. Um, I'm accepting suggestions for name changes. Yeah. So yeah. if you have a suggestion, we'll I'm all ears. Just call use. you Care now. From now, just uh, got it. Just go by your middle name. Just write it in the comments of the Instagram yeah. post. Yeah, yeah, for this episode. Yeah, yeah, do that. All accepting right. all suggestions. Thanks. All right. Anyway, you can let's go, go on to the show now. All right, Karen. Today we're doing Black AF. <laughs> you wanted to say Blackish, didn't you? Is it Black AF or Black AF? What I don't is know. It? My coworker just mentioned it today, mentioned but she wrote out it? like Black AF altogether. Mm, and no I'm hashtag, like, what no, is that? No hashtag? No, no hashtag or, or space. Have you encountered people, instead of saying pound, they say hashtag? Yeah. I feel like everybody says that now. I feel like we've I all... I find it insanely weird. We've all agreed that, like, pound is outdated and now it's hashtag. <sighs> that... I would never get behind that. I mean, maybe we've not Because I knew it as pound before I knew it as hashtag. Yeah, but you sound like a boomer right now. But is that so weird? <laughs> like, I feel like companies still use pound to this day. Yeah, no, and I think that differentiation is important, but... You know, you just got to go with what you know. And for a lot of people, it's known as hashtag. Whoa. I, I think know. professional. I think I, pro- I didn't know cool Karen. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, I didn't know I was getting cool Karen today. So what you get. It's so, hip hop shit. All right. So today we're doing the new Netflix TV show by Kenya Barris called Black AF. Hashtag Black AF. <laughs> Which is the or pound, as you like to yeah, say. Yeah, it's, it's not as catchy. Uh, I'll give you that. It's his first of his Netflix deal after his ABC. Did uh, you just say run Netflix deal? <laughs> oh, you heard that. <laughs> Can I introduce the show? Or you mean the so it's his the first... show where we talk about TV pilots? Yeah, so it's his first show that he's had after ABC of his Netflix deal. Kenya Barris is the guy who created Blackish, of course. And it's I it's a little bit strange for watching it, the first episode. Because I didn't know it was gonna be literally about like it's it's super meta. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if, if it's meta in a good way. Yeah, it's like just because you're being meta doesn't mean you're self aware. Yeah. And I don't think and I think that 
it's a very fine line for regular like for most people to distinguish yeah. just because like you just because you acknowledge something doesn't mean that you're self-aware yes all right so before all that so the, it's about kenya barris who is one of the i guess one of the leads in the show maybe mm-hmm. i think the daughter is the lead so it's about this a kenya family. Ba- it's a fictional version or a dramatized version of like it's it's, it's like a mockumentary kind of thing it, the way i saw it was like a blackish type show taking on the mockumentary style because they don't do the mockumentary style mm-hmm. and it's about kenya barris's life and his his uh his daughter who's gonna turn in like a film school application it's a video and kenya barris who's rich decides to buy her all these things and then you just kind of see their lives mm-hmm. as it unfolds and it's about the first episode is about kenya barris have, having this like midlife crisis about being an aging black man and like what it being a what? Being like an aging aging black man. Okay. Like a being it's, like I an aging hear... black person as okay, aging. But also like someone who's coming to wealth. So it's like all yeah. these various things. I mean swelling. it's it's blackish, just After. it's the exact same premise as blackish. Yeah, except it's it's no longer a, a fictional version. It's like he's the guy who created blackish is kind yeah. of the center he's of He's playing the show. himself it's it's a fictionalized it's like version of it. It's extremely like Larry David. Meta. It's like Curb Your Enthusiasm. Yeah. Kind of uh, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly it. So what did you think about the first episode? I don't know. I don't know if I... I think it had some funny parts. Some good moments? Yeah. It had some good moments, but I feel like we're big fans of Blackish. We are, yeah. And it's hard to... Separate. The separate two. the two. Because... Some part like we've already seen Blackish. We've already seen these like the ish. These yeah, these issues play out and no, but also the ish type shows. The ish yeah, yeah, like his ish universe. Yeah, and I don't know if it's like it doesn't feel fresh. It doesn't feel like mm, okay. That's this is that was gonna be my first question. Is it like because when Blackish came out, it was existing on a, like various levels. It was like trying to reconcile with the idea of like being rich but also like these cultural contexts of like being black and like a lot of the times being a person of color particularly black in that case is like you have to adhere to certain like cultural norms Mm -hmm. as and for him it was like being rich and like growing up like having like a a hard upbringing in compton and this one it's kind of the same thing i think i think more than anything and this is the same thing that we said about mixed dish or grownish was that like it's hard to outlet like to grow out of that shadow of blackish like mm-hmm. you're trying to exist it's like life after death in some ways even though there's no death and he's very successful but it's like rehashing some like your old concept in some way yeah but to its credit and i'm just, I'm just piggybacking off what you said i actually liked the first episode like mm. i thought it's jumbled and it's kind of messy and it's the i think the the, the weakest part is when Kenya's just like complaining, kind of like almost like in a mumble voice. Mm-hmm. Like he's doing like a Michael Sarah complaining kind of thing. Not not as like obviously as as like awkward like that kind of yeah, you yeah. know that era. But it was odd because I didn't I'd never I guess I'd never seen him and like the way he talks and he's he's essentially Andre from Blackish mm-hmm, mm-hmm. except he doesn't have like that comedic kind of like yeah background like because you know Anthony Anderson is someone who's who's done comedy. 
and like seeing him, it just, I don't know. It it seems less. I guess he was going for like a Larry David kind of like reality TV show kind of thing because it is that. It's just him like complaining about. But he doesn't stuff. seem so much like Larry David pulls it off because he's a curmudgeon. Yeah, you know, like that's just how, and that's how he delivers his lines. That's how he is in the show, right? He doesn't seem like a curmudgeon, so it just seems like he's just complaining, like he's just a rich person complaining. But what's the difference? I don't know. Like, what what point is one a curmudgeon and just, like, complaining? I guess with Larry David, it's like, he's just, he just doesn't like anything. Yeah. You know? Like, he just doesn't like anything. Yeah. And he doesn't, he might not even like himself, you know? I feel like there's, like, a level of, like, Mm self-deprecation with being a curmudgeon, and... He was self. He wasn't being self-deprecating. He but was like I blaming like others. I feel like he was blaming others for his idea of himself. I don't know. Okay, all right, I get that. The difference I think between Larry David and and, and I guess this is the territory we're at right now. And you brought you brought him up. This is yeah. So I think the difference between that show and this show is that he, his stuff always comes from a place of insecurity mm-hmm. for the most part. Versus Larry David is always like battling. He's trying to, you know, figure out cultural, like, the boundaries of cultural niceties and norms and things like that. Um, versus this show is just kind of like, like a fiction, like a reality TV version of Blackish in some ways. Yeah. And I think that there there are some benefits to that. First of all, being on Netflix, they're allowed to curse and do shit like that. Because I think some of the funniest moments were like kind of getting to see Kenya Barris's writing or whatever it is. And in kind of a, in a less or a more unhinged or like mm-hmm. less guidelines, like studio pressure, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like the there's a scene where he's he's getting this new car and like Rashida Jones like just says, if you don't get this car, I'm going to fuck somebody else with who has the same car. And I thought that was like genuinely funny. And that's something that I could see that in Blackish, but they would never allow that because obviously the curse words or whatever. But to that point. I don't think that they fully utilized the fact that they were on Netflix in some ways. Like, not to say that they had to. You think that it might have been better if Kenya Barris wasn't playing himself? I think so, in some ways. Because I feel... But also, I feel like he didn't do that. No, he didn't do a bad job. job. No, no, no. Like, he's fine. He's he's fine. He was was pretty funny. And to, like, his credit, it was, like, kind of funny to see the real Andre in the same way that, like... When I, I'm not a Jerry Seinfeld, I'm not a Seinfeld fan, but like people who saw Seinfeld and then saw Larry David, they're like, "Oh, well, that's fucking uh... George Costanza." Is that him? George. Is he the one with the the glasses and the and the bald head? That's him. Yeah. Well, that guy. It's it's exactly like that. I don't know if Laura, if Laura hears this, she'll be upset. I think it's him, Costanza, right? I think so. I don't well, have it was like it's like it's like seeing that, like seeing kind of. I guess, like, another fictional version of himself who he's writing about. I don't mm-hmm. know. Like, I, it was, it was, that was kind of nice to see, especially, like, because it's a person of color doing, like, he's getting to a place where he can do that. Mm-hmm. Like, Kenya Barris is becoming this, like, TV kind of mogul-ish. Like, he's built this little empire. And, like, now he gets to, he's, he's kind of getting into the Larry David position. I don't think he's there yet, for sure. Yeah. But he's kind of getting in this area where, like, he gets to, I don't know, kind of tell the stories that he fucking mm-hmm. wants to, which is nice. I don't know if it always works for the first episode for me. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I respect him and I think he's really talented. And I do appreciate that he like occupies a space that, you know, many people of color aren't afforded. Because yeah. like, Blackish is like the Cosby show, you know, of, of right now. 
And is it like if that's a good thing or a bad thing? A lot of people have different perspectives I mean, the on it. Is different, though. yeah. But like it, it, it is like a wholesome family, like a wholesome black family on television, yeah, on primetime television. I see that. You mm-hmm. know that people can can always I- identify that. with and like feel comforted by. Yeah, and I think that that's really important, especially right now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I think this show's trying to juggle too much, and it it just kind of packed it all in there because mm. i don't know if like the mockumentary style is all that fun mm. it, i don't know if like like what does it add kind of yeah thing? like what does it add um because like a plenty of other shows have done it and they don't have to explain the mockumentary you know like i don't think that like well, the do. children most of them do but i mean yeah like, most office, of them do or parts, like it could just be things. like kind of like an offhanded like oh i'm doing this yeah. and like that's it it doesn't like the device has already been explained and they don't have to keep referencing over and over again. And in this, in this show, it's the daughter and she keeps like, she keeps appearing and she's, I don't, I don't know if like, well, she's like the, the audience guy. She's like the young audience guide to this show. She's supposed to be, I think she's supposed to be the the bridge between like the younger audience to Mm -hmm. the Kenya Barris audience. Cause I mean, yeah, like, I think I mean I don't know I don't know Blackish's demographic, but I'd imagine it's not the younger one as much as it like Yeah, I think it's, it's bridging it's bridging the gap between grownish and blackish. I think. Okay. I right? See that. And but but like grown we we didn't like grownish. Grownish is not as good as blackish. No. And that's because it tries to capture like the zeitgeist of like being a young person, mm. but no matter what it sounds like it's Kenya Barris trying to sound cool. Mm, I see that. I mean, but I, okay. So I think that the things that I I could see the show doing that Blackish can't. I feel like they can go further, mm-hmm. and I think that the very first episode is kind of a declaration of like I can do this shit that I couldn't do. Yeah. On on. Yeah, um, and I Black-ish. respect that. I I hundred percent respect. Like that. he kept saying, like I fucking hate white people. Yeah, which you know, as a, as a joke, it's funny, the first time, and then he keeps doing it, and I'm just like, I don't know how much of this is like a character, and I don't know how much of this is like a joke. Not to say that like saying that isn't funny, but it's just like, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, like a dry proclamation of something that a lot of people say. And usually it's 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 like in in context and like when you say it it's funny but dry when it just comes out of nowhere it's just like what's the punchline what's the setup like I I'm all for it but I also think that like that's one of those things where like it it earns easy points sometimes mm-hmm. does that make sense like it's an easy thing to say to like like okay you hate white people and yeah like, like what's the joke like. Okay, yeah. like, like you're the joke. Why, is why like, do I care that yeah. you hate white people? Like, I mean, you can make hating white people very funny, and he has for such a like long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, not to say that he's hate. I don't. I don't want to. Well, say yeah, that. like that's. I not mean, what I'm but this is this is an excerpt from the show. Like, yes. we're just repeating the words that he said in the show. Yeah, I don't know if I explained that very well, but I just think that yeah, it's it's and this is, these are also I think applied to grownish and like. Some of the stuff that are said in the show is just like these dry proclamations of like the zeitgeist that don't always work. That they're mm-hmm. just like a way to kind of show like, hey, we 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 were aware of that. Yeah, it's it's not. It's like a, it's supposed like, to be like a wink at the audience, but 
But it's not, yeah, like, it's just mentioning these things instead of building a joke around it. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with those concepts. I just, I want them to be fleshed out in some ways. Mm-hmm. Like, the the one that I'm thinking of right now is, like, how people don't say lit anymore. I thought that he pulled that off, they pulled that off pretty well. Because people don't really, not not lit, it thought. was a thought. Thought. Like, it's kind of like, that was the, the, division, the generational use of the word. But at the same time, him explaining it feels like... Even, like, the montage of, like, or, oh, sorry, I'm, like, kind of skipping to another point where they, like, they have, like, a montage of, like, words, yeah words, slang words to describe cool or whatever. whatever. Yeah, like, that montage looked really outdated to me. Yeah. Like, it just looked like a commercial of, like, a person trying to, like, like, or, like, a pitch of somebody trying to go in and be like, look, this is what cool is now. This is what the cool kids are saying. Yeah, like word association. Like, yeah. haven't been cool in a while. <laughs> like, you know, like, as an idea that can be pulled off, I just felt like that felt kind of stale. Like, some, I think I think you nailed it when you said, like, yeah, some parts just feel kind of like, yeah, they don't feel fresh. Like, they feel kind of stale in some ways. Like, they feel like he already pulled his joke off mm-hmm. in blackish. And, I mean, I can't point to exact examples, but... It's a long show. Yeah, but it's like a very like there's, it's all like very similar veins yeah. of humor and like material, and like they're like very like they're flaunting their wealth. They're mm-hmm. very unabashed about like their wealth. Yeah, and that's cool. Like they're they're rich. They worked hard for their money, whatever. But, but that doesn't like make us want to like them. More. Yeah, like it. Like and you're rich. So, like, a lot of people are rich at this point. Yeah, and it's also strange that, like, a rich dude just wants to write things about how rich he is to other people. You know, like, mm-hmm. and him starring in it. I don't know. It's it's a strange... It's like that flex of, like, when somebody calls, like, like a rich person, they're just like, yeah, well, I'm rich, so I don't care. And it's just like, that's kind of what he's doing in a lot of these scenes. It reminds me of, like, those... And maybe this is what he was going for, like the reality TV shows, like, like the ones that like just runs flaunt. runs out. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what sure. I mean? I, I like, watch, I watched that. I don't remember the names of them. I never really watched it. But yeah, that, that's nailing on the head one hundred percent. That's what that's about. It's literally like they're just living their regular lives, but they're very rich. And I think even in those shows, it was hard to empathize. Like, yeah, it's hard to care? connect. It's hard to connect when like. An actual character trait is that you're rich. Yeah. And, like, even, like, the daughter who's, like, the driving force behind this this documentary. And one of the most I think. But she, she was just like, oh, like, my parents have a lot of money and they just keep spending it all. And so I might as well take advantage of it. But that doesn't make me an asshole. You know, but I maybe had, it does make me an asshole. Like, I had that same issue with Shit's Creek when we first started it. Mm. It was just hard for me to empathize with these people who were, like, rich. And they're not, like redeem they're not like very good people and it takes like it took literally like five seasons for me to get into that show because i just i just didn't care that they were rich and they're just like jokes about how rich they used to be and like they're learning little trial they're going through like trials and tribulations now that they're not rich yeah and like Um, i understand how i understand how important it is to show like a black family like a well-off black family like that's that's very important i mean it is in some ways. Like, I think Cosby Show was, was big on that, too. Like they Yeah, were that's showing, a, that was a middle-class family. But, yeah, yeah, but, I mean, what is showing another rich family the way but that... But yeah, there you go. Like, 
it's important because like people of color can exist in any space. Sure, but Blackish right? did that. Exactly. Like it's important, but it's also not the most important, and it yeah. doesn't make for an automatically entertaining show. So okay, here's the thing. I had fun watching it. I thought there were moments where it was funny. Like I, it's still that like he's still got a good sense of humor. He still knows how to write situations that are funny, and his insecurity is funny a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, like I don't. It's kind of a flimsy premise. Like it's it's just like I don't know. Like it's just finding out about this rich black family and like her student project. I'm not like super compelled to keep watching. Yeah. Actually, for me, it felt kind of like a slog. It was not that much fun. Like, it was only 35 minutes. It was 35 minutes, but it felt like it was an hour long. Yeah. Um, Because I felt like it, they just kept repeating themselves. Mm. Like, and like I'm what? like... Or like how he like he just kept repeating himself about like like all the white the male the white gay the white gay I mean I think so also like that is so blackish and again like a lot of people have problems with it is is because Andre like really explains things to the audience yeah like he right? treats you like an idiot yeah but like it's like, it's kind of like educational but in a, like they make it kind of fun. And that makes sense on a studio, like, mm-hmm. on a fucking primetime channel or whatever. Yeah. And here, like, okay, fair, like, he doesn't have to explain everything and, like, spoon spoon feed it yeah. to the audience. But he still did. But he, he still did. They did. And even then, I don't really, like, they didn't really illustrate the point all that well. Mm. Or do you, like, the white gaze was brought up and how, like, how like, white people look at people of color existing in spaces. Yeah. Right? But the way that they chose to, like, really drive home that point was talking to, like, one of Rashida Jones's ex-classmates. Yeah. And, like, they felt like they were kind of, like, annoying. Like, yeah, they might be, like, like annoying white liberals, but they didn't seem all that bad. I mean, yeah, but also, like... I didn't like them, so... Yeah, I, I mean, like, like, I didn't really necessarily was, like them I'm either. I'm not gonna lie, it was a little satisfying to see... That was the most satisfying Yeah, like, the take the takedown was satisfying. Yeah. But, okay, so I get what you're saying. I think that... So they introduced the, the, the white gaze when Kenya Barris leaves the restaurant, and he gets his car, and it's, like, some super nice sports car, and he sees Steve Levitan, who's the creator of Modern Family. And he's kind of like... They do the... I mean, at this point, and I think most of what Blackish is is about, like, keeping up with the Joneses kind of mm-hmm. shit. Like, oh, you do that, you do that kind of shit. Mm-hmm. But from there, and I think that this is, that was the inception for the the kind of, like, insecurity. And, like, the I think that might have been, like, the, the inception for his midlife crisis. If we're just going based off the first episode. Mm-hmm. He didn't do a good job at explaining that the reason why he was upset was that, like, he can't. Or, I guess he did to an extent, but, like, they didn't really, like, drive it home where, like, they explained that the fact that he's upset is that even when he's winning or, like, he has these things, he's making him feel bad because they're, like, the rules keep changing for, like... Mm, Like, he has to keep playing catch-up. Yeah. And I think that that's kind of a concept that is kind of ever-changing and it's hard to kind of, nail down. Yeah, and, like, that... Yeah, I think I agree with you 100%. Like, maybe that's what was missing for me is that, like, they di- it didn't feel like it came full circle. It didn't feel like, maybe it didn't feel like he learned a lesson. 
But okay. And does it? But like, do TV shows have to have, have a, lesson. a lesson at the end of it? I don't think so. No, and I think that it's okay that it didn't. But it just felt like he. And I, I mean, this is part of the characters that like he can't fully explain what he's saying. But yeah, he didn't even explain it. Like, it didn't really make sense that he was upset about that, necessarily. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. I think he didn't work through... I mean, because most of it is about his own insecurity. Because, like, a lot of people don't give a shit what other people think once mm-hmm. you get to that level. Like, why are you so concerned with somebody what else, somebody else thinks about your car when you're, like... You're fine now. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, it's... See, like, I think that it's suggesting, like, once you get that rich, you start caring about stupid new problems i don't know mm-hmm. like i didn't i didn't it didn't feel as relatable to me so. yeah but also like i mean yeah what he's addressing israel is that like once you i don't know get to like a different class or i don't know tax bracket you, you experience new problems and i think that yeah that that's that's kind of the bread and butter of what blackish was is they mm-hmm. examine those kind of like cultural like I don't know, kind of shit. <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know <laughs> yeah, no, no. Um, but I think what we're getting at more than anything is that there was, at least for me, the show felt overstuffed. Mm. The episode felt overstuffed. And it's on Netflix, so people can, you know, binge it. Yeah. So maybe it makes sense to, like, put in a lot of information, introduce as many characters as possible yeah. for, like, a second and you know that's the first episode and now everybody is caught up and we can move on with the show so maybe you know in the second episode and as the series goes forward like maybe it'll be a little bit smoother sailing because it doesn't have to be so stuffed Mm, i see that that's also what i think i think that this episode like as a pilot i don't know like i think it didn't fully like give you a full sense of like where the show's going I don't know if, like, what they're trying to do with the show. Like, Mm -hmm. uh, so this is the working theory or, like, thing I have in my head. I feel like what he's trying to do is pull back the curtain and say, hey, this person that you've known and seen for so many years, let me pull back the curtain and show you that, like, one, this is what it looks like when we film shit. Like, literally showing production. Mm -hmm. And also, like, I'm the guy behind all that. And, like, now I'm going to show you, because I can't, I'm no longer on Blackish, because I think he, he dipped already. I think so. I'm going to make my own Blackish. Like, here's here's what you know and love. That was me. And now I'm going to show you on Netflix that, like, this is still me and I'm doing this. Now it's on a different platform. Mm-hmm. I don't know. In some ways it felt like that. Like, yeah. he was trying to capture some of that same audience that he had from all his shows and bring them over, but, like, say that this is me. And I don't know, in some ways that feels kind of like, is that narcissism? Is that like, I don't know. But like, so this is, I think, so this happened a while ago where they made this deal, right? But so Netflix made a deal with him and with Shonda Rhimes. Also the Glee dude. Ryan Murphy. Ryan Murphy. But also netflix has done that for a lot of creators but i feel like yeah they're definitely going for the black kind of like creative well what i'm trying to say is that like so when we reviewed the the politician and we talked about how like it feels like it's glee 
Like it feels like he's trying to do the Glee thing, hmm. but it's not working out. So it's like a rehash of the greatest hits. Yeah, like it feels like with Ryan Murphy, it felt it felt like he was like trying to rehash his greatest hits, but now it also feels like Kenya Barris is also trying to do the same thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and yeah. it feels like because they're on Netflix, like Netflix is kind of giving them free reign, and it doesn't feel like anybody's like re- like pulling in the reins. You know, like they need an editor or something. Hmm. I see that. Like, you're saying that, in some ways, Kenya Barris worked best under those restraints? Well... And, like, now he seems kind of Maybe like, he needs a little bit of restraint hmm. in order for it to feel like a fleshed-out thing. You know, like, maybe he needs Like, it's one of those things where, like... Board. Yeah. Like, Blackish existed, and it was good because of where it was and what it was doing for what it was. And this one, like... Those reins aren't like those. Those kind of like guidelines or restrictions aren't there. So he, it's more indulgent. I think, yeah, that, exactly. Like, which is why I think it's a little narcissistic. Yeah, in some ways, but in the same way that like I think curb your enthusiasm is kind of mm. narcissistic. Like mm-hmm. it, but I think that I don't know. Like I just feel like there's no. And I don't know. I don't, I don't want to say that. I, I, I'm treading lightly because I don't know saying something like that. It's it's loaded. Like saying stuff like that is loaded. Like we haven't seen something like this before. Mm-hmm. So I think judging it just based off like what it is at face value, you can't look at this in a vacuum in some ways. Like it's it's hard to do that. Like you can't compare like what Larry David's doing to like this. It's 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 a different one. It's a different mode and it's a different like platform but it's also like new generation and like person of color storytelling but it's yeah i mean some some elements feel stale and like i feel like they could have fleshed them out but i'm kind of excited to see where it goes no i want to continue watching and i feel like there's gonna be i think that maybe the issue with the first episode is that like he's trying to convince his old audience to come see him at his mm. new, in his new house mm-hmm. and i think that that is a lot of work in the first episode. So, and also because I like Blackish so much, I'm like, the guy who created Blackish obviously has a lot of good shit to say. So I, I'm, I'm curious and I'm kind of excited to, to see it. But yeah, the first episode wasn't great, but I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. And like, I, I genuinely laughed. I a, love a Rashida times. Jones. Like I, maybe you didn't, but I, I just, I love her and I want to see her. And I want to see that personality more. There were some parts, and this is interesting. I guess this is where we can pivot to, and this is what we'll leave off on. I mean, Rashida Jones is an interesting person in culture because she's like, and this is kind of like the stuff that I saw about the show. It's like people were mad that like it's one of those, and Santos mentioned this too, but like she gets to come pick and choose when she wants to be like black or whatever. Mm. And that's not to say that she's not black. Of course she's black. She's fucking Quincy Jones' daughter, but she usually doesn't play roles where she's engages with stuff that talks about like her being biracial Mm -hmm. but yeah i mean she's she's a great comedic presence and i like rashida jones and often it was a little jarring to see her kind of like add more like i don't know like street kind of talk it was a little strange Mm. because she's most of the things that i've seen her in is kind of like white adjacent things and it's it's like the office and parks those are all like pretty white things and she came out in both of those and she never really talked like that. So it was strange to kind of hear it. And I don't know that that's what she actually talks like. 
But I think once you get used to it and like you just get over the like once you're uh, personally, once you get over that and you're just like, oh yeah, she's, she's still like a great actress, mm-hmm. like a great performer. So it was great to see her, and that was one of the the big. I got the, the biggest laugh was from her for me. Yeah. In the episode. Yeah, I mean, I agree that it was a little jarring seeing her, but I I think that she's a good presence on the show, and I think her line deliveries. Probably the best. She's also that the I most saw. talented on the yeah. show for sure. Like I, I, I had fun watching her, and I think that that was the part of the, sh- the episode that I enjoyed the most. Yeah. Like the clip of her getting in the car. Like that's hilarious. That's really funny. Yeah. But also, like, she's just she's just not as likable as Rainbow. I think. Mm. But I don't think that the show. I think okay. So I think again, this is like existing. Almost an antithesis to Blackish is like do away with all the things that you had to kind of like the way that you have to round out characters in sitcoms for for major studios. There wasn't a lot of that, and I mean, I, thinking about it now, I can appreciate it. But as just like storytelling and stuff like that, yeah, it's not great. Like you don't get any sense of catharsis. Not to not to say that you need to for sitcoms, but yeah, it's. It's like shitty people, and this is why I keep saying like Larry David or Seinfeld, mm. mixed with what we had already known from Blackish. It 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 almost is like Curb Your that enthusiasm meets like the ish CU, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, we didn't talk much about the daughters and the the children in general. They were great. I thought they yeah I thought they were good. I don't know if I so I have. Maybe like a you don't like precocious children. Well, yeah, I already I always say this. I'm broken record at this point, but more than anything, at least with the daughter that like both of the older daughters, mm-hmm. I'm like scared they're gonna do what they did with like Yara, Yara Shahidi. Shahidi's character and Gronish that like that she she's like automatically cool because she's like like Haley in Modern Family. Yeah, like because they're like attractive people and they like dress very well like that automatically means that they're cool yeah or because they're the older they're cool i mean they did yeah malcolm the middle did it like yeah every show does that where like the older person is cool yeah but like at least with like yara shahidi they based an entire show off of that yeah and also like when I, me watching blackish i didn't see her be cool yeah <laughs> she was kind of annoying yeah and so like i'm scared that that's what they're gonna do with her yeah i mean with them, with mm-hmm. the two older daughters, and yeah. like with her getting like the purple hair, like I mean, she looks good, but like they haven't, like that's supposed to be a signifier that she's cool, right? Yeah, but she's like the the cool one. Yeah, and like she goes to like she colors her hair. She goes to USC and she's in film school and like the, the other, Harvard of the West. Yeah, and, like the other one is like applying for NYU and like yeah. that automatically makes them cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but. They didn't really build it out as much. Yeah, like that doesn't like that doesn't mean that they have a personality. Yeah, I think so too. And so that's but, what I'm but scared of. To 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 the main sister, the main character's name. I don't know her. The name. one that's actually making the mockumentary. Yeah, the one that it's. She was. I thought she was great. Mm. I really liked watching her. And like the other children, there was like the junior type, the one that Kenya Burris. The sensitive, like. the sensitive, the sensitive one. But like. I feel like they went full through with that one. Like instead of make, like Junior became like a cool kid, like a an yeah, enjoyable he's lame kid to his to watch. dad, but he's like cool to like other people. Yeah, and then 
But like here, they just made him like full sad boy, like yeah. full Eeyore kind of shit. You know, like <laughs> that was like truly sad. Like yeah. they forgot. Like they nobody t- told him happy birthday on his. But birthday. I like that they don't have to kind of like bring the audience back on track. Like we were being mean to him, but we're cool now. You know, like mm-hmm. this that one. Like they committed to being mean yeah. to that, that that kid. Um, and then the the Diane character who like blurs yeah. her face. She was cool, but like I feel like we didn't get much. Mm-hmm. But I, I like that the way that they introduced her, like, she, she I, I liked the character, but it's because I like Diane. So I don't know, is, is it because I like the character or because I Yeah, I think of, I know of the children type. in Blackish, I think I like Diane the best. I like Junior the best, maybe. Because mm. he's just ridiculous. Yeah. He's he's yeah. the most antics. Yeah, maybe. but um, but yeah, I, I, I like the kids. Yeah. I like the kids. I think that they have a lot of potential with that. And, and overall, I, I enjoyed the show. And I feel like I'm being very, like, we're being very, like, critical of this show. Well, because we like Blackish so much. Yeah. And, like, that's not to say that we didn't have a good time watching it and that we're going to continue watching it. Yeah. Yeah, It's it's worth watching. I think so, too. And and the fact that it's out now, people are for Mm -hmm. sure watching it. How long do you, or what would you rate it? One to five? Mm -hmm. 3.5? Okay. 3.8, maybe? Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I'd, I'd go about the same. 3.5, 3.8. Like, there was the moments that work really work. Mm-hmm. And those moments are, like, are good enough so you're like, oh, this is, this could be good. Like, this could be I fun. Think the, this I think, enjoyable. I think that, like, the industry, the Steven Levitan. Oh, that was great. Like, I think that was perfect. That yeah. was so well done and hilarious. And those are some of the best moments in, like, Curb, too. It's mm-hmm. just, like, seeing these people who are usually, like, they get so much, like, cultural capital and status. And, like, seeing them just be regular people and shit-talking, that's just a lot mm-hmm. of fun to see it every time. Yeah, so it's just, like, maybe striking the right balance between, like, this mockumentary style and also, like... Yeah, because that one like, makes... self-referential Hollywood industry talk. Yeah, because if we're talking about, like, what made the most sense to be filmed in this way, that for sure what Like, right off the bat, it was about, like, one of the biggest showrunners and, like... Another one of the biggest showrunners. I, I mean, you can look up, the, compare them. I don't know. Mm. That worked because it was like making fun of the industry, and that's what mockumentaries mm-hmm. work best at. Mm-hmm. Or like, and also I think that he didn't have. Kenya Barris was funny, and he was he played it very subtle in some ways. Not not necessarily. I don't think he did it subtly on purpose, but in the mockumentary ones, I feel like. You have to strike the right balance between subtlety and performance, like kind of like a big performance, or like mm-hmm. I don't know, like I, it, it, it. There are some points where I'm like, I don't even know why this is a mockumentary. Mm-hmm. What does what this add to? Yeah. But yeah, I'm 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 with you. Three point eight, three point mm-hmm. five. How long do you see it going I don't for? No. Netflix is odd. Yeah. And you can't really predict. Probably three, four seasons. Yeah. Because I'm thinking of, like, what's, like, an original show that they have. Like, I'm thinking of, like, on, on my block. It's now in its third season. They announced the fourth season. And, like, but Stranger- that one's for kids, though, so it's going to do well. Well, yeah, but it's also, like, a sitcom. Yeah, I guess You so. know, sitcom style. Sitcom-ish. If this does well, which it seems like it does, because, like, there's nothing else to watch at this point. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, like, three, four seasons. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I do... I feel like you might do... I'll say... Th- Three, possibly two seasons. I feel like this might just be one of those things 
where he just moves on to the next thing after. Mm. Like, he'll do a little bit of this and just kind of leaves. Because that's kind of what he's set up now. Like, he's he's involved with these other shows, but he's just, like, and he's, doing other He's thing. doing Coming to America? Yeah, the remake. So, I mean, yeah. But uh, no matter what, like, those congratulating himself in the show on yeah, deals, yeah, yeah. it did feel kind of mm-hmm. jerk-off-ish. Like, he's jerking himself off. Yeah. But it doesn't matter. I mean, it doesn't. it does matter for watch the watchability of the show yeah the likability of the characters yeah i mean but that's more of the self-indulgence when i say say shit like that i think about do i have that same reaction when i see larry david do it in curb and i'm just like i don't know like is it because he did it first that i don't really think about it like that or or maybe it's the are we supposed to? Are we as the audience supposed to like this character, or are we supposed to not like this character? Because I don't think that in Kirby Enthusiasm you're we like we're not like supposed him. to like Larry no. David, right? But you like the character because he's so ridiculous. Yeah, so but but, he's but not built to be liked for sure. But yeah, so is is Kenny Barris in this supposed to be liked? I don't think so. Doesn't seem like it. It doesn't. It. They didn't go all in though. Yeah. You know, they they didn't go all in like, yes, we're not supposed to like this character. Yeah. He they didn't make him like unlikable enough, if that is the point that they're trying to mm. make. That's fair. And maybe that's also part of the confusion with self indulgence versus whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. That's kinda all I have for this. Anything else? Fucking <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do what do people say at the end of the podcast? Check it out, I guess? Check it out. <laughs> Let us know what you think. That's it. I think that's it. <laughs> I was trying to think of something else, but that's it. All right. Peace. Bye. See you next time. Bye again.